It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective character, three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. And James here. The opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience about judging others in this episode 192 of the Defective Characters Podcast. Let's go. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. it's, It's tough because it is so much fun judging other people, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) I mean, really, like we try, but gosh, it's fun. It's one of my favorite pastimes. It was actually a, a, uh, a defect that I spotted in the first six months. I realized that gossiping and judging others were, uh, which are two very dirty cousins. Know what they say when it's like they're closely related. I don't know. Maybe they don't say that, but it's um yeah food for thought right james indeed indeed dennis last seven days since you came up with the topic you get to talk about how your life is what does it look like Uh, i don't know i had a rough past seven days i had another episode where i woke up like almost mid panic attack on like last thursday so I've had to deal with that um, and recovering from that. I feel pretty good today. I was like pretty rough for a couple of days. Um, even Monday, I had to miss setting up the meeting on Monday because I woke up really like not doing well. And then I couldn't find anyone to cover for me. So I guess it wasn't set up Monday and I guess it wasn't set up today, but it wasn't my fault today. Um, other than that, I don't know. I was able to recover and like run some errands for my parents the last couple of days. Uh, yes. Was it yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday I was able to wake up early and take and drive my dad to the doctors and then to go pick up a rental car so he could go out of town. Um, I was kind of nervous about that, but I didn't like overthink it. And I just got up and I went and did it and I was fine. So I re- felt really good after that. And then today I feel a lot better. So that was my last seven days. Uh, in sad news, I, I, uh, HBO changed their app. So now I don't have a login to HBO unless James gives me his login. Again. <laughs> Dennis. <laughs> Dude, White House Plumbers is on. There's a new episode of Barry that I haven't seen and White uh, House Plumbers. Come on. Why not get a free like a uh, trial subscription? That's only, that's only 30 days. I watched a lot more than 30 days of 
of just knock HBO. everything out. Just watch everything you need, and then when something else comes up, that's what well, we H- do. HBO is actually one of the ones like HBO, Netflix, and Disney Plus are the ones that I watch like ongoing regularly right so like hulu or paramount or something is what i would do the like 30 days for but like hbo it's like there's so much good content and movies on it like you've got to have it what did you do before streaming uh i have a massive dvd collection there you go break it out i don't have a dvd player anymore (laughs) DVDs are useless. <sighs> maybe, maybe a book. Maybe break out the big book. Think of how many stories are in there. Well, I've read every book in the world. <laughs> I've got more books than I've got DVDs. Well, you don't need a book player, right? Luckily, everything hasn't gone completely digital yet. See, you said sad news. That sounds happy. Sure. <laughs> uh, James, how was everything? Uh, good, good. Um, uh, my son is going to be coming up in a few weeks, and he wants to get a job, so maybe I'll help him get a job just for a, a little bit of the summer. Um, I joined a D group at church, which is a discipleship group with four other men, and that's every Thursday at 7 a.m. That's pretty cool. We're reading a book right now, and then we'll be reading the Bible together. Uh, it's kind of like what we do, just more religious-based. And um, I, uh, whoever did not make the coffee this morning, it was replaced by someone else, and the coffee was 10 times better. So I'm... <laughs> Sorry, David. <laughs> I just like strong coffee and um, (laughs) everything seems to be going good. I'm tired. I'm working a lot, but Friday is actually my last day of work for, uh, then I have nine days off. So I'm looking forward to that. Whoa. Nine days off. Great. I'm going to How do you manage that? I just took the days off. When you work two different jobs, you're only taking off a few days from each of them instead of nine days from one. So yeah, a lot are, are you going somewhere? Are you doing something? I am going to Boston, so that'll be fun. Wow. Okay. That's right. When do you leave? Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Okay. We'll we'll definitely record an episode in advance, so that way uh, it'll be all set, and you can enjoy your uh, non-duck boats out there. Um, I'm pretty sure I can record while I'm there, though. Oh, is that what you'd like to do? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. We'll we'll figure that out. We'll make that. Oh uh, no! I can Wednesday. I'm leaving in the afternoon, so we can record at about the same time next Wednesday. Okay, I think that sounds great. That's going to be a great trip. Are you excited? You got all the plans already uh, ironed out. I know you're going for a graduation, but you got a little bit of downtime. Yeah, no. I think we're just going to go and do what's on our hearts. No, no plans really. Nice. Yeah. That would drive me freaking nuts. Poor little fella. <laughs> I, was, I was telling Dennis, it doesn't make any sense, but if I don't have stuff planned, even if I scratch the plan, I feel uh, like I'm wasting my time. Oh, you know, if I don't, yeah. 
I don't even need to do it. I could I could have 15 things planned today and only do three of them. And if that's the way it's supposed to go, it's the way it's supposed to go. But if I don't have everything planned, I'm like, you know, even uh, the first thing, the first movie I've watched in a really long time at home was the Michael Jordan movie, that air movie. And it took me freaking two weeks. I wanted to see it. And it took me two weeks to actually like carve out time as something that I was very close to seeing in the theater. Um, but I don't know. It sounds like it's going to be a great trip though, James. Yeah, I'm excited. I also went on Monday morning, a backstage tour to the Mickey and Minnie's runaway railroad. Ooh. Like what's a, what's a backstage tour. That means I had to meet them at 5.30 a.m. in front of the attraction, and then they took us um, and showed us all the inner workings. Of the- oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Did they Is that a any- cast member thing or a public thing? Uh, we were all cast members. I don't know if they offered it to the public. Uh, I don't think so. That's pretty cool. Did they have any old, because it used to be, the what, the great movie ride? Did they have any old stuff like that that you saw behind the scenes still kicking around? Yeah, like at the end of the ride, there was a weather vane on top of a barn that was the weather vane from The Wizard of Oz. That's right. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that ride is is great. They, It's amazing. Like, you almost forget that it used to be that other thing um, that, honestly, I enjoyed quite a bit because whenever it was really hot, it was a good place to hide out. You know, to know well, you could get out of the the heat for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, sometimes so. I go on YouTube and ride it virtually. Mm. Yeah, I, I remember there was little actors on there, and they the actors come and they commandeer the ride. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> so cheesy, I loved it. It was one of my favorite rides. Now it's gone. Oh, they they made a joke that um. There's like a trash can, and they're like, "We were gonna put something, uh, the Anubis stone," and uh, but people got angry because that would mean that the great movie ride was trash. <laughs> they were gonna put it in the trash. Oh. <laughs> wow, too good. Anub- oh. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Anything else? That's too much already. Okay. Well, good. My uh. My last seven days were, it was uh, challenging to not, I guess, uh, fly off the handle because I'd been waiting so long for, for my daughter to be evaluated. Um, so that way she could potentially get extra time and help on her tests when she starts kindergarten in August. And when I went there, the evaluators completely disregarded all the tests that we'd done prior and just flipped through this book and said, what, what is this? And showed like cartoon pictures of things. And based on what her answers were, they just used that instead of the four different notes from her preschool teacher, a neuropsych evaluation, a speech uh, evaluation and everything else. And they said, Oh, she's so great. She's, she's fantastic. And I, uh, I tried to plead the case that, well, everyone else is saying, you know, you've seen her for 30 minutes. Everyone else that works with her every day 
so she needs extra time. And it shows that in her diagnosis of ADHD. And they said, well, she's past this, so she's fine. So we can't give her any help. Um, oh, my God. It was uh, horrible. It was insane that, uh, I mean, I've been talking about this. And I, I, I've been dealing with the, the stress of, like, the, um, like, I've already accepted that I'm just going to have to do this again. The thing that's ridiculous is that they said to me she was fine. And then I said, well, her teacher said that she's not ready to go to kindergarten. And they said, well, have you thought about keeping her in preschool another year? And my response was, you just told me she was absolutely fine. Why would I keep her in preschool another year if you're saying she's absolutely fine? And they, they had no answer. <laughs> they, yeah. they shuffled their papers because they just contradicted themselves in seven seconds. Um, so that was uh, tough. And now I know that I'm just going to have to wait until I get the written confirmation that they think she's fine. And I, I do think she's fine. But if she's in a class of 20 children, which most kindergartens have between 15 and 20, she is sure to get lost. And I'm going to now have to take that evaluation and go um, take it to the kindergarten teacher and then wait until October for her to be reevaluated. Um, it's just I, I didn't expect it to go that way. So, um that was that was the big thing of the past week. She had her uh, Olivia had her first dance recital um, that ended up completely okay. It was great. I uh, I teared up a bit when she was doing the rehearsal just because it was you know it was great. It was fun and uh, I co-parented with my ex completely fine. Actually hung out with uh, her entire family um, was there at the dance recital and it ended up you know, being good. And, uh, now the next thing is, um, I booked a flight for my mother to come spend like a, a little less than a week from Boston to here for mother's day. So I made the, uh, the call to her on mother's day and said, Hey, would you want to come visit? So I got her a plane ticket and I'm going to look into, uh, maybe getting her a Disney ticket to I didn't realize how expensive tickets to Disney are. I guess I take for granted like with tax and everything else a one day tickets like $164. Oh no. Damn. That's that's hard to that's hard to wrap my head around. But um you know if I have to then I have to because I think it'll be a good experience. It's just I always thought they were like 100. <laughs> I didn't know they were like you know closer to 200 than 100. Um, but I remember when like 60 was high. Yeah. Like, and it, it's, that's during the week, by the way, that's not a weekend day, I guess for one day ticket to magic kingdom on the weekends. Um, just two days after that, it's, um, one, uh, sorry, $247. Wow. For one, for one day on a weekend in July, which is hot as all heck and who the heck wants to go you know, walk around in that heat and half the day it's raining. But, um, you know, if my mom's coming here for one day, I, I don't feel, you know, it's a lot of money, but I don't want to miss out on the experience. You didn't buy the ticket yet. Do you? I probably I, have an extra ticket you can have. 
Well, we could talk about it. I, I just, I, uh, you know, I, I'm grateful that I, I live here and uh, that I have an opportunity to bring my mother down so that way she could have those experiences, you know. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dennis, Dennis has an extra ticket too. He's got paper tickets. Paper. I I would have to ask my parents. I can't guarantee that. Yeah, he did. It's, it's okay. So let's talk about. Oh, uh, wait, 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 wait. What? I also bought a PlayStation 5. You did? Did you really? <laughs> yes. What, what games did you get? Spider Man. <laughs> of course. Oh, nice. It's so awesome. Dennis could talk about that the entire the entire time. You you want to just talk about Spider Man? We'll do judging others another time. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> Dennis, uh, Dennis, it was a joke. Uh, my my question is is in the MCU, are they really gonna like run with the storyline of Ned, like Spider Man's best friend, becoming a sorcerer and all of that? Because like at the end of multiverse of madness or whatever he's training to be a sorcerer so i'm i'm really interested to see like where they go with that in the future what do well, you guys think we'll have to find out how about judging others how did that work dennis where did this come from <laughs> where did All this right. come from i don't know like earlier in the week we didn't have a topic yet or whatever no one like we picked a day but we didn't pick a topic so I was thinking of what a good topic was and what kept coming to mind was like judging others. Um, and it just kept coming to mind. I kept trying to think of something better, but um, I thought we, cause I thought we had already done it and I thought we did it recently, but then like you made me look and we hadn't done it. So, but I think the reason it was on my mind, I talked to, a friend of ours on the phone a couple of times this week and a friend in the program and talking about like, like sponsee and, and different people in the program and, and how they were reacting to them or whatever. And it basically boiled down to like judgment. Right. It's it's we're expecting someone to behave that way or a certain way. And when people don't behave a certain way, we think negatively on them and we judge them. Um, and that's what it came down to. Like, ultimately, you know, in the roundabout way, if you could boil it down to one principle, it's like, well, are we being judgmental? You know, um, and I think like like Mike mentioned earlier it it is easy for us to judge and a lot of times we can like feed our ego on it like it's kind of fun sometimes to like be like think that we're better than someone but the reality is it's you know i remember the phrase uh but for the grace of god there goes i you know and i think it's important and the specific like subject that I was talking about with the friend that we I was on the phone with was like looking at someone especially like a sponsee or someone connected to that sponsee or whatever it's easy to be like well this is what's supposed to be done so just do it but it's important to look at it from other people's perspective so, like, this particular person, I'm trying to, like, 
not give anything away on personal things or whatever, confidence or whatever. But like different people in the program, we suffer from different things. Like me, myself, I suffer from anxiety and depression, right? And so that like automatically makes me like not a quote unquote normal person, which doesn't really exist anyways. But like I have difficulty doing things that other people find easy to do, right? So like being aware of this, I already feel like shame and insecurity and stuff like that that's connected with it and guilt sometimes. Um, So when someone from the outside looks at me and judges all of my actions based on their perspective of what they think is right, what they think is easy and, and whatever, like they can have a negative like view of me. And from my perspective, it's like, I try to do the best I can and I know I fall short. So like getting judgment from the outside is like more personable and more painful in a way, you know, especially if it comes from someone that like a family member or something. So when you look at like other people in the program and outside of the program, we got to think that like, those people might be doing the best they can. Right. And if we come at them as like an authoritarian or like full of judgment and even sometimes resentment, then that's going to affect that person more than we've realized it's going to affect them. Right. So as like recovered alcoholics and hopefully on a spiritual path, we got to look at people and realize that most of the world is judging them. Right for good or bad or whatever. So when, when they look at us, whether we're sponsors or friends of the fellowship or whatever, we should be a place of non-judgment, right? That unconditional love that like we aspire to be like that God has for us or whatever. So if someone is going through a hard time and they're getting shit from their work, from their school, from their parents, from their siblings, from their significant others and everyone else around the world, if they can't come to like people in the program and be like, look, this is what's going on and not feel judged, then a lot of times they'll feel lost and no place to go. Right. So I think it's like, it's not good to judge people in general. But I think we have, as people in the program that want to help people, I think we have more of a responsibility to be that, like, one place, you know. And I'll end it with this. Like, I remember when I was growing up, I was always – I have ADHD and stuff, so I did not do good in school. And even when I tried, and I would get in trouble. And when I started getting drug, doing drugs and alcohol and I get arrested and stuff and went to rehab at a young age and stuff, I was getting judged by society. I was getting judged by the school. I was getting judged by my parents and my everyone in the world. But my grandmother, who whenever I went and saw my grandmother, none of that stuff mattered. She was just always kind and nice to me. And like, didn't judge me at all. She just loved me as her grandson, no matter what, every time I saw her, no matter what I was going through or what I was in trouble for. And so I, now I try to use that as an example, right? Like 
if my grandmother could like accept me into her house and feed me and all of this while I'm like waiting a court date because I got arrested for something, you know, why can't we do that to other people that are equally as struggling, you know? I love that. Great job, Dennis. Thank you, sir. James. Thanks, Dennis. <laughs> You're welcome, James. Oh, uh-huh. mom. Mom, is that you? <laughs> yes, son. It's me. You sound raspy. <laughs> <laughs> I got a cold. Eat food. Make your bed. Um, <laughs> you guys are sick. <laughs> uh, judging others is something that I think all of most of humanity does. Um, I think we're taught at an early age. Actually, when I was, I never heard my parents talking bad about anyone ever. They always instilled, um, you know, goodness in to talk nice about other people. It wasn't until I went over to, you know, started staying the night with friends and I would hear how their parents would talk and, you know, be like, say mean things like, Oh, that's one fat ass. And, just like we'd be watching Star Trek and they're like, oh, look at Egghead, you know, talking about Picard. And oh, my God, that's horrible. I know. And that's and I was like introduced. But, and then they would laugh about it. And, I, and it was, I guess, kind of funny at the time. So that was my first, you know, like criticism and heard about people talking about others. But I guess when you get um, and then kids in general. When you're in um, elementary school and high school, you there's a lot of judging by the clothes you wear, you know, the way you talk or the way you read. It's you know, it's it's brutal, you know, the way society and people are. Um, and it's it was always nice to find someone who was your friend and who didn't judge you. And I think as I, I've grown up and um. I become aware of my surroundings and I'm more attracted to people who say kind words about others and not, and don't really break, you know, the term is like bust people's balls, you know? Um, like I have so much faith and love for you, Dennis. And I think I break your balls sometimes. Um, but I think, you know, it's out of, yeah, I know you love me. I love you too. It's you know, you you joke around, but you always come back with kind words. Yeah, well, it's just because I miss you. You know, I like I, we had a lot of fun at the meetings and stuff. But I understand what you're going through. But um, it's just where your heart is. You know, when I on a daily basis, if I connect to a higher power and I ask him to help me be part of the stream of life and be kind and non-judgmental uh, to not assume anything how people are never judge a good a book by its cover you know it's things like that that help me um, I see different guests all the time and they you know when they sit down I can be judgmental or I can yeah. greet everyone with a kind open heart and most of the time people surprise me with their happiness and their kindness and sometimes the the most well-groomed and, you know, they look like the best kind of people. They can be the most horrific people. You just never know. So I've learned to keep an open heart and not to 
judge too much. Um, I can judge a situation if it's bad. If I go into a place and uh, I people are shady and there's some bad stuff going on, I can judge the situation and, and the people in there and I can get out of there. So it's a good time that I can judge people. Um, but for the most part, um, I try not to assume too much and and use judgment as a good thing. And I, I try not to, you know, be in my head about it because uh, we really don't know. And when we judge people, I think we take a lot of opportunities off the table because uh, that person might have some insight to the higher power that we may never have known. So that's what I got. Love it. Thank you, James. Yeah. Uh, judging, judging others. I, so I think it just goes back to if it's a, it's kind of like a uh, similar talk of a making sure that you identify with, like, don't compare, don't compare yourself to others. Because if and identify for the commonalities between you and that person, you'll find you're more alike than you are different odds are, especially if you have the same disease. You know, I, uh, I keep going back to how many, if you're in the rooms and you're looking around, I mean, it's the same thing in, in any room, you know, we are all going to look different. Maybe we have different facial hair. If we have the same color skin, Maybe we got different facial hair or hair color, right? Or we have different color skin. We're going through the same struggles just trying to make it through um, and judging other people and acting like that you are perfect is I like I'm glad that I I'm not a perfectionist. I haven't been. I try to to do my best, but that's always been the way. And people that are plagued with, uh, perfectionism, I feel like that is probably a characteristic that they struggle with most to not judge people. You know, like I started this talking about how it, it was something that I, um, I dealt with to not judge people and it's true. And the worst thing is when you judge people and then you gossip about those judgments to others. Um, so I, I focused hard on that. And making sure when I was making amends, a lot of the reasoning behind needing to make an amends was because I judged people on their shortcomings. And even though if I do something better than someone else, it doesn't mean that I'm better than them. It just means that that's a strength for me and a weakness for them. And I'm sure so many people are better in other ways than me, you know? Um, it's just, I have to keep that in mind. I have to keep it in mind that just because I have a strength doesn't mean I don't have weaknesses, you know? And if I could focus on that and know that, uh, you know, as James and Dennis shared, like, you know, God doesn't want me to do that. So why would I be doing that? You know, uh, it makes me less, if I put other people down. So I work hard on, um, on preventing that any way that I possibly can. And if I find I'm doing it, uh, you know, it's been a while since somebody's brought it to my attention, but anytime 
that, you know, you have to keep each other honest, right? Like if I judge someone else and it's not uh, sarcastic, you know, it's actually like hurtful. Like we were making jokes about, oh, people slacking, not setting up the meeting, everything else. But they they were jokes, you know. Um, in in this life, all we have is uh, to try to do the best that we can. So I'll I'll keep on uh, keep on keeping on. Anything else you wanted to add, Dennis or James, before we wrap up? No, not no. Okay. I'll add because I get kind of thinking like when James was sharing about uh, being young, right, and kids judging other kids on like kind of music lists, two devil visions, the shoes we wore, all that kind of stuff, and we we see that in meetings sometimes, right, where people judge people and like make comments under the breath while they're sharing or something, and it happens relatively regularly not with everyone but some people and it reminds me of that as being kids where we're judging like superficial things and it brings to mind the the phrase uh principles over personalities right where a lot of the judgments that we make like myself included and other people make is is surface level stuff that doesn't matter you know, or the way someone's tone is or the way they're phrasing the words are. They're like really like personality, superficial stuff. But like Mike shared is like deep down, we've all gone through a lot of struggle and a lot of the similar stuff and that we are a lot more similar than we're not. If we ignore all of those superficial stuff, you know. That's just what I thought when y'all were sharing. Nice. Thanks, Dennis. Thanks. So why don't we uh, put a bow on this week's episode. We'll be back next Thursday sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode 193. Where the defective character is entirely ready to have all these character defects. Remember, the only judge is God. Besides Judge Judy, of course. And we'll, we'll see you next time. (laughs) you remember her oh i love her oh no that is i don't like that show